I just want to say thanks again to GrowthDay.com for sponsoring this podcast. GrowthDay is a number one self-improvement system. It has all the tools, motivational classes, and life coaching you need to fulfill your potential. If you love journaling, tracking your habits, setting goals, and learning from inspiring motivational speakers and wellness coaches, then you'll love Growth Day. I teach on Growth Day every month, and I love to see you on the app. Go to growthday.com for a free trial. Join 300,000 people making self-improvement a way of life. Visit growthday.com to start your new life with a free trial today. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up, world? What up, rehabbers across the world? Today is episode four, the Straight Up Podcast. And today is uh, it's a tough one. It's going to be, you know, a lot of reality for a lot of you, you know, facing a lot of reality with this. But I'm going to talk about, you know, 10 ways that we break our own heart. And people ask often, like, what do you mean by breaking your own heart? Can, can you break your own heart? Absolutely. Absolutely. When you know what it is and you're still choosing to accept it. And this doesn't always have to be a relationship. And disclaimer, and I don't I'm not making this to make you like look at your relationship differently or look at your friendships differently and just remove people from your life. My my goal every time that I speak is to create conversation, right? If something isn't right, I want you to have a conversation. But some of you, you know, you know what it is. It's been like this for for years. For me, this might seem kind of weird, but I was breaking my own heart with football. Of course, with relationships and times in my life, I was the one breaking hearts at times with relationships with my life. So I've been on both sides of the fence. But even with football, like literally I was breaking my own heart because I was keeping myself in a situation that I knew was not good for my life. What's up, rehabbers across the world? Welcome to Straight Up with Trent Shelton. Throughout my career, from the NFL to sold out stages speaking to thousands, I built up a toolkit to break through negative mindsets, let go of what's holding you back, and start rehabbing your life. And every show is going to be jam-packed with tips, tricks, and tools to push you forward. I'm always going to be real with you and give you the 100% truth, even when it's going to pierce your heart. This is me, Trent Shelton, straight up. I want to get right into this, okay? So number one, write these things down and really think about these things. Number one, you know you're breaking your own heart. And one of the easiest ways to break your own heart is to ignore actions, right? And start trusting words. Too many times we are accepting apologies over and over and over and over again. Too many times we are giving people multiple chances right? To disrespect us. I'm a firm believer in giving second chances. I'm even a firm believer in giving third chances. But I'll tell you this fact, that the more chances you give someone, the less respect they will start to have for you. And I'll tell you why. That reason is because they know if they can always depend on your forgiveness, then they don't have to change who they are. All they have to do is throw the bait because people know if they can gain your trust, whatever that is, right? People just want to gain your trust. They know if they can gain your trust, then they can ruin your life. Because once you trust someone, once you give someone your heart, it's very hard to break away right from those situations. And so 
the more chances you give someone, the less respect they'll start to have for you. The more chances you give someone, the more power they have, they'll have with starting to manipulate you. So I live by this and you don't have to live by it, but I live by it. Like I am, I trust everybody. I give my trust away because I know I can take my trust back. I'm not a person that says, I don't trust nobody. Some of you thinking like that, like I don't trust nobody. When, when you operate like that, I'll tell you right now, you're letting the person that hurts you in. And that's a lie because you do trust people. You trust the person making your burger. <laughs> you trust the person driving next to you that they're not going to crash. You trust people, right? That's just the cool way of trying to like be tough. I used to say that all the time. So I realized like I trust a lot of people. I give my trust away, right? If I first meet you or whatever it is, friendships, partnerships, any ship that's sailing, I give my trust away because I always know that I can take my trust back. I always know that I have boundaries in my life that don't budge. When you have boundaries that budge, you're setting yourself up to break your own heart. When you're allowing someone to bring you down to their level, you are breaking your own heart. And I get it. You know, when you have, when you respect yourself, when you have standards, there's people that are going to say, oh, you think you're stuck up. Oh, 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 you think you're too good. Those are people, I'll tell you right now, those are people that, that are probably trying to use you. Because the people that deserve to be in your life, um, the people that that want to be in your life, should I say, they will respect your standards. Like they will value those high standards. They will they won't try to manipulate you to lower your standards to meet them at their level. What they will do is raise their standards to meet you at yours. But so many times we ignore our standards. So many times we have these boundaries and then we don't go by these boundaries for so many reasons, which we're going to talk about in this podcast. So if I'm you, if I'm in a situation with a person that I know that has abused my trust, I am no longer trusting their words, period. You got to give me actions, Captain. You got to give me actions, period. You know, because the thing, the quote that I love to say is, I am deaf to what you say until your actions give me a reason to listen. Y'all can tweet that and you can Instagram that one. I am deaf to what you say until your actions give me a reason to listen. So if you want to regain my loyalty, if you want to regain my trust, if you want another chance, a, a chance, then I have to see change. And to even take it a step deeper, like we're going deep today, <laughs> to even take it a, a step deeper is that. When I, because people ask, how do I know if a person's changed? For me, I don't evaluate their change based upon how they treat me. Because obviously, if I cut you out my life, because you handed me the scissors, <laughs> but if I cut you out my life, then I know if you're trying to get back in my life, you're going to do the things, you know, like you're going to give me the apologies. You're going to change the behavior, you know, temporarily. Like you're going to do the things like, you know, the bait, like people who know you, they know the bait. They know exactly what bait to throw that you're going to catch. So you have to be aware of that too. You have to be aware of the bait that people will throw to regain your trust. And so me knowing that with people, I know that, okay, they're just doing this to get back in. How many of you, you can't raise your hand. I can't see you raise your hand, but you can raise your hand. I can kind of feel, I can feel your energy. So how many of you that's listening to this have been in that position where um, someone has done you wrong, right? Whether it's a partnership, relationship, friendship, they've done you wrong. And once you started to walk away or leave or you've left, 
they do everything right to pull you back. And then once you accept them back, they get back, they get comfortable and they start treating you the same way, right? It's like a revolving door. You like the relationship, the friendship, the partnership becomes a revolving door. You're like leaving just to come back to the same reasons that you left for. And so how I look at people's change, and you don't have to do this if you don't want to, but I think it's powerful. I don't look at how you're going to treat me. I look at how you're treating other people. So for example, say you had a habit, right? And that habit, you know, say someone who was an alcoholic and they say that they change and I saw the way that they treated other people when they, you know, uh, were under the influence and, and things like that. And of course they want to give me, you know, oh, I've changed and blah, 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 this or that. Cool. But did you change the habit? Did you change how you treat other people? If you want to see if people have really changed, watch how they change the things that have nothing to do with you. Because that's a true change. Did they change for you or did they change for themselves? I'm a believer in somebody really wants to change their life, they change for themselves because they realize that whatever habits they have or whatever things they haven't dealt with is destructive to their life, right? It's, it's almost less about you and it's more about them and their change. So think about that. So number one, I know I gave you a lot there, but number one, you know, stop ignoring uh, actions and trusting words. That's how you break your heart. So I'll tell you, you know, start, you know, start trusting people's actions, right? And stop trusting people's words. Number two, you will break your own heart when you are searching for more signs when you already have reasons. What does that mean, Trent? It means that you're looking for something else, right? You're looking for more when somebody already showed you how they feel about you, right? You say, okay, next time, or if they do this, or if they treat me like that, and you're waiting for next time when they've already showed you that they don't care about you. When they already showed you that they could care less. When they already showed you that you're an option and not a priority. But you're waiting on something more because obviously, you know, you're addicted. Love is the strongest drug, period. And you're staying there for a lot of reasons. Maybe it's your insecurities. Maybe it's financial reasons. All these reasons which we're going to talk about, which are the wrong reasons, you're staying there. And so when somebody is already giving me reasons, I'm not looking for no more signs. I'm not giving another chance when I've already given multiple chances. Like, you got to stop saying next time. Okay, next time, next time, next time, next time. You say next time until you're 80 years old. When you're serious about knowing your worth, and this is a big part, and we're going to spend time on knowing your worth, not today, but we're going to spend time because knowing your worth, when you know your worth, when you own your worth, you don't accept less than, right, your worth. But when you know your worth, you don't say next time. You say the last time was the last time. You're not looking for any more signs, period. Because someone who truly cares about you, and this is facts, someone who truly cares about you and values you, they're not going to put more questions in your life than answers. So I don't want you to think about, oh man, you know, this, does this person love me? Does this person trust me? Right? If I care about you and I love you, I don't want you to think that. I want you to know what it is. I want you to know that I got you. I want you to know that you can depend on me. I want to give you those answers. I don't want to put questions in your life. People don't always agree when I say this, but I think it's true. You rarely have to question something that's real. If you always question it, then you probably got your answer. If you're always looking for more, right? More reasons to, 
you know, give you the strength to let go of that situation, you're going to continue to break your own heart. When someone has showed you over and over and over who they are, you got to believe them because it's not on them no more. They're not breaking your heart no more. When they've already showed you, they're not breaking your heart. When you know who they are, they have showed you who they are. There's no more guessing. Like they, they've showed you. You're breaking your own heart because now you're choosing to accept it. And the thing about life is that you're in control of two things when it comes to life, period. You're in control of, of course, you're in control of a lot of things, but two major things that I want you to think about, you're in control of what you give, right? Nobody can control that. Like nobody can stop you from giving anything, right? Nobody can. I can say, hey, don't do that. You can still give it away. And you're in control, which is more purposeful to this conversation. You're in control of what you accept. There's no way I can give you something that you don't want. Like, just imagine if, uh, you know, say your your favorite, you hated a certain type of food and I had that food. I'm like, here, take this food. Take it, take it, take it, take it. I call it like, just say it was poison. Let's just start there. Right. Just just imagine if I gave you a cup of poison. Right. And I say, hey, this is poison and you better drink it. You'd be like, child, please. I ain't drinking that. Like you tripping. <laughs> and no matter how, unless I put a gun to your head. Right. But which I would never do unless somebody like really forced you. But if nobody was really forcing you, you don't have to accept it. And what's crazy is that when it comes to our emotions, like I call these things emotional poisons, like emotional poisons would be accepting less than your worth. Emotional poisons would be tolerating disrespect. Emotional poisons would be allowing your loneliness to keep you in a situation where you feel alone, right? You accept these emotional poisons. You're in control of what you accept, right? So if it's not what you want, if it's not the standard, which like you know it, you know what loyalty is. Stop questioning it. You know what love is. You know what support is. And if you're not getting it, then I would tell you to stop accepting it. All right? So that's number two. Number three, you're going to continue to break your own heart when you're continuing to give a person your all to a person that gives you nothing but lies. When you're continuing to give your all to a person that gives you nothing in return. Understand the word relationship friendship, you know, partnership. It's two people, right? It's two people. And if it is a one-way street, that situation needs to come to a dead end. If you're always doing and they're never doing for you, it probably needs to come to a, a dead end or a conversation definitely needs to be had. If you're always giving your all, if you're always going out your way, if you always have their back and they never return the favor, that situation probably needs to come to a dead end. Because you can't build something solid, right? You can't build something real on one-way streets, right? Relationships are two-way streets. Relationships are about, when I say relationships, I'm talking about friendships and everything under that umbrella. It's about not being selfish, right? Selfishness never creates togetherness. Ding, ding, ding. I would write that down. Selfishness never creates togetherness. And if there's selfishness in a situation, more than likely that situation isn't going to work or that situation isn't going to be a good environment. Okay. So it should be reciprocated. If it's not reciprocated, this is a strong word, but I'm going to say it. Then that relationship friendship needs to be annihilated. I just really feel like that because life is too short, man, to settle. Like life is too short, you know, to stay in a situation where it's not good for your life and you know it. Okay. So that's number three. Number four, you're, you'll continue to break your own heart by choosing to stay blind to what you know you see, right? Stop second guessing yourself. You know, with certain, and maybe, maybe I'm not gonna say, you know, maybe, maybe you don't know, 
right? Maybe you are in a situation growing up where you don't know what love is because you never had an example of that, where you don't know what loyalty is. But when you can see that what they're giving you isn't fulfilling you, you know what toxic is. When you know that it's toxic, like no relationship is perfect, by the way. No friendship is perfect. I'm not saying if it's perfect, exit out your life. But it's not a constant toxic environment. It's not an environment where you're bringing someone down. It's, you know, your teammates. If your environment looks like opponents, you're working against each other, then that's not a healthy environment that you need to be in because you're always going to be depressed. You're always going to feel like you're less. You're always going to feel like you're not worth anything. That's your teammate. Your teammate should lift you up. Your teammate should inspire you. Your teammate should build you. You should build them. You should build her. You should build him. You should support them. And that's when it becomes powerful. But when you keep staying blind, it's like you ever drove down the road and you see a sign that says like danger ahead or like just imagine you see a red light and you like choose to like, okay, I see the red light, but I'm just going to keep driving. You wouldn't do that. You would look at me like I was crazy. You would stop. Or you see a sign that says dead end. Or you see a sign that says danger ahead. You know, cliff, if you keep driving. I'm not sure if that's the sign, but I'm sure it's something like that. You would stop. You would turn around. But why do we ignore the signs in our life? Why do we choose to stay blind to the things that are common sense? All right, don't second guess your common sense. All right, so number, I hope you guys are getting this, man. <laughs> number five, stop expecting something different from a situation that hasn't changed. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. I don't think I need to spend too much time on that. <laughs> but, you know, when a situation has been what it, it, it is for years and years and years and years, and there's no change that took place, there's no, cha no change trying to take place, there's, there's nothing, you know, uh, different about the situation, by you expecting something different from a situation that hasn't changed, really, that's insanity. You know, it's, we know the definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over and over, expecting a, di a different result. What's well, the same with that? You know, if someone hasn't changed in 10 years, I don't think the 11 year they're going to change. And just even put it on me. And I'm not telling you to walk out of people's life, by the way, but sometimes you got to. And it's, it kind of sucks because maybe you won't benefit off of their change. But even with me, it took someone walking out of my life, um, you know, years ago, it took someone walking out of my life for me to actually change. It took someone leaving my life for me to wake up and realize like what I was doing and how I was acting. It took someone to say, you know what? I'm done with you to make me become a better man. You know what I'm saying? And so you could be their biggest help to change by leaving the situation, by saying, you know what? I got to let you go. I had the same thing in, in a business. You know, I had to let someone go that I didn't want to let go of. But I knew if I kept this person like in this business, then it wasn't going to be healthy. And I think the best thing for me was to let them go so they could grow and I could grow. So sometimes by you holding on to a person or holding on to a situation or holding on to a thing, it's actually doing them a disservice because maybe their change would take place once you decide to walk away from that situation. Okay, so that was number six. Number seven, stop expecting change from a person that hasn't changed, right? If you're still in that place and you're expecting change from a person that hasn't changed, it's pretty much the same thing I just talked about, right? You're going to continue to break your own heart. They've showed you what it is, okay? Number eight, stop letting the fear of loneliness cause you to settle for less than what you deserve. I see this so often um, just with people in general is that they allow the voids in their life 
to put them in situations that they know aren't right for their life. They allow the voids in their life to keep them in situations that they know is bad for their life. Like the fear of loneliness. I get it. It's hard to be, well, maybe I'm an introvert, so I actually like being alone at times. <laughs> so maybe I don't get it to the full extent, but I understand where you're coming from. There's people, and maybe you're one of these people, that would rather stay in a situation where they feel alone than actually being alone. And the thing that I would challenge that person is one of those situations, both of those situations are tough, right? Being alone is, is hard, you know, especially when you're trying to heal, you're trying to change, but if you're staying in a known pain, that's the, you know, you're in a situation where you feel alone, you're in a known pain. And I think it's a lot better to go into an unknown situation than staying in a known situation. Because one situation where actually being alone, there's growth there. There's a chance for you to heal. There's a chance for you to grow. There's a chance for you to change over time. And healing is a process. It's not an overnight process, an overtime process. But if you're staying in a situation that's that you know is toxic, there's no healing that can take place. Because you'll never heal by standing on the pain. It's like putting your hand on a hot stove, right? You can complain all you want, but until you remove your hand from the hot stove, <laughs> your hand is going to burn. And a lot of times we keep our hand on that hot stove expecting it not to burn when it comes to our relationships and our friendships. So don't let the voids control your life, right? Go through that period of, of loneliness. You get to know a lot about yourself. My loneliest moments built my strongest faith. I learned what, what being perfectly loved felt like in my loneliest moments. I learned what God's love felt like in my life. I learned how to love myself when I was alone. Was it hard? Absolutely, yes. But it helped me become a better person because I was willing to go through that journey of discovering and understanding myself and changing and getting down to the root issues and going through the rehab process. Number nine, stop letting the wrong reasons keep you in a relationship that's not right for your life. Wrong reasons, finances, you know, I hear this all the time. And well, if, 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 if I leave this, this business partnership, if I leave, you know, this relationship, then I depend on them for finances. And my thing is this, man, I would rather be broke and happy than rich and miserable. And that's just me. Everybody ain't thinking like that, but I always know you can grow financially at some point. And I'm always just, a, I'm always thinking about progression. Like what puts me in a position where I can progress? Yeah, I might start off at rock bottom, but I know that I can grow, but I'd rather keep myself, I mean, I'd rather not put myself in a situation where I know that's not gonna change. And so even when it comes to this, and this is a very touchy subject, and like I said, don't make a decision based upon what I'm saying, because you have to evaluate it. Um, you have to live with the decision. And I want to be clear, like I'm giving you my advice from a personal experience. I mean, from a personal place, from a personal experiences, but you still have to live with the choices that you make. I don't have to live with it, but I just got to be real and be raw um, and be straight up with you. Even times when there is, I don't, I don't ever advocate divorce or separation or anything like that. Like I'm always like, man, you know, when it's two people fighting for it, continue to fight for it. But if you're fighting alone, then maybe it's time for you to be alone. You know, two people should be fighting for a relationship, not one person. But a lot of times we stay in relationships because I've heard, like, I got kids with this person. And this is my thing. I am, like, super passionate about parenting. Oh, super passionate about parenting. I talk about it every time I go on stage, even when I'm not even supposed to. <laughs> but I'm super passionate because the kids are our future. 
And I understand that cycles, generational curses, these cycles are repeated. And there's so many children spending their whole life trying to recover from their childhood. And there's so many kids that didn't even have a chance. And maybe you're one of these kids, right? That didn't have a chance to understand what like love was and what support was and what a functional environment was. They didn't have a chance. And so what I tell people is like, yeah, you have kids and listen, kids will go through this and it will, it will probably cause them some pain and some hurt. But at the same time, I think it's better if they grow up in a functional environment than a dysfunctional environment. A kid doesn't need to grow up in abuse, whether it's physical, whether it's verbal, whether it's emotional. Kids don't, kids don't need to see that because what happens is your mess becomes the foundation or y'all's mess becomes the foundation of their life. You're trying to basically tell your kid, hey, build a great future, but here are these broken tools to build it with. And so if it's a toxic environment, if it's not right, then I say the best thing for your children is to ask yourself this question. What's the environment that gives our children the best chance to succeed, that sets them on the right path, where they actually can know what real love is, where they can know what support is? Because raising a child in dysfunction usually won't create a functional child. Number 10. Stop falling in love with potential. And this can be applied to so many areas. And I'll be very, very quick with this. Who someone could be, and again, I'm a firm believer in people's potential. Like somebody had to believe in me, right? I wasn't always this guy, but I was always a guy who progressed and changed, right? I took ownership in that. But who somebody could be doesn't mean that's who they're going to be. Potential is great, but potential isn't always met at all. Somebody has to become who they want to become. And the dangerous thing is when we want a person to become who they don't want to become. We expect a person to be who they don't want to be. And whether it's you're in love with who they used to be and that is still there and you can't let that go and you're trying to, and you're hoping that that person will show back up when that person is long gone, they ain't showing back up. And so you hold on to that and you're waiting for that. You're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. You're going to spend your whole life waiting for a person that's never going to show up. Or you see the potential, right? You see the, the good. And I might get in trouble for saying this, but there comes a point when you have to stop seeing the good in someone and have to start seeing the reality of someone. Just because a person has good in them, we all have good, doesn't mean that person is good for you. And so the more you fall in love with potential, I think the more you set yourself up to break your heart because now you're in a situation waiting on someone who might not never, ever show up. People have to want it for themselves. We can't, we, we can want it for them. I'm not going to say we can't, but they have to want it for themselves. And so if you want to stop breaking your own heart, you know, it's pretty simple. You know, listen to these 10 things and apply these 10 things. And stop questioning what you know is real. Stop second-guessing your common sense. And start really respecting yourself. Start respecting your principles and your values. And stop lowering your standards. And I'll repeat what I said at the beginning of this podcast. Somebody who respects you is not going to want to lower your standards. Because they find your standards beautiful. I love people with high standards. I love it. I love people who make me raise, who make me level up to meet them at their level. That's beautiful. So don't think there's something wrong with you because you have standards that don't budge. You have boundaries that don't budge. Keep those standards high. And the person and people that are meant to be in your life will respect that. 
But like I tell you at the end of every single podcast, it doesn't matter what I tell you, to be real, but it all starts with you. It all starts with you. What I want you to do is I want you to message me. I want you to send me a message on Instagram stories. I want you to screenshot this and tell me what part of this 10-step process of breaking your own heart really spoke to you. What's the one thing that you're going to stop doing to break your heart? And share this with somebody that you know is going through a situation that's breaking their own heart. Because maybe this podcast could be the breakthrough that they need. All right? It all starts with you. It's rehab time. Let's get it. Straight up. Straight up. It's hosted and recorded by me, Trent Shelton. The episodes are produced by Chelsea Harfouche and mixed and edited by Andrew Weller. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Straight Up with Trent Shelton is a production of The Hollis Company. Hey, what up, y'all? It's that time of the year. Everybody's talking about forming new and healthier habits. Change your habits, change your life, right? Listen, I love it. I'm sure you started some new habits this year. I know I did. But the question is, how are you tracking those habits? Have you ever wondered, like, which habits matter most? Which habits are you tracking daily, weekly, monthly? A lot of people know they need to improve their habits, but let's be real. They don't know where to start. That's why I think you'll love Growth Day the world's number one, I didn't say two, three, four, number one self-improvement system. Growth Day, what it does is it helps you track proven habits that lead to long-term success, not that short stuff, long-term, lasting change, well-being and positive relationships. And check this out. You can get a free trial right now at growthday.com. What you measure, you can change. The reason people love Growth Day is that you can score your habits every day, week, month. And when you do, you get targeted classes to improve those habits. When you sign up today, you also get Growth Day's Mindset Journal, Wellness Challenges, and in-depth personal development courses from the industry's biggest names. And don't forget, I teach live every single month in Growth Day too. You got that right. Yes, every single month I teach a new personal growth topic to help you advance your life. Download Growth Day from the App Store on your phone or start your free trial right now at growthday.com. Let's get it. Hey, y'all, what's up? I'm super excited to share this with y'all. I need like a drum roll. I need like a band. But listen, this podcast, the Straight Up Podcast, is now a part of the Growth Day Network. I told y'all, man, we turn it up this year. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world, purpose to the world, impact to the world, and to support shows and brands we believe in. That's why I'm a part of Growth Day. It's all about purpose. It's all about power. It's all about impact. And guess what? One of my friends, one of my homies is on this network also, and I need you to go subscribe to their show, The Boss Bay Podcast. I'm sure you already heard of it, but if you haven't, here you go. Natalie and Danielle are amazing. The interviews are amazing. Their strategies are amazing. If you're about that growth life, The Boss Bay Podcast will grow your life, like straight up. I know you're going to love them. I know you're going to love the show. Go check it out. Go subscribe today and you will not regret it. Let's get it.